Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Can anything good come from Nazareth? How many times have we heard that from our loved ones, our friends, our co-workers? And I'm sure that they're not (laughs) saying those words. Does anything good come from Nazareth? Heck, some of them probably don't even know that's where Jesus lived. But I know that we have family and friends and people that don't believe. Don't believe that Jesus is our Savior. Don't believe in the Catholic Church. Maybe you don't believe in God in general. They're atheists or they're sucked into this spiritual, non-religious bunk that's going on in the world. Or they are kind of got pushed and shoved into this Buddhism and Hinduism or a completely different religion altogether. And it hurts, especially when you know that something incredibly miraculous came from Nazareth. So let me read the gospel. For those who have not, it's John chapter 1, verse 45 through 51. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, He is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Okay, don't we all wish (laughs) that we could just bring people to Jesus and in a matter of seconds, 
he believes and shouts out, oh, you're the, you're the son of God, right? Hmm. It unfortunately may not happen that way. So what I felt God calling me to do today was to pray extra. And I'll be honest with you, my prayer this morning was hard. I found myself just wanting, honestly, to get up and record this podcast, and I want to get to early mass, and I want to work out and do these other things that I have on my list. And I kind of wanted to get on with my day. But I gave that to God. I offered that up as a sacrifice, as a little suffering for me. As much as I want to get going on the day, I'm not going to. I'm going to sit here in the time that I said I would sit here with you, Lord. I offer it up for my love of you, for the reparation of sinners, for those who are indifferent to our Blessed Mother, and for my husband, children, and family who do not know you, who are restless in the world and anxious and don't have that peace. And I kept offering it up, kept offering it up, kept offering it up because the minutes were crawling. I almost laughed because I thought, God, you are making this slow because sometimes in my prayer, the time goes by so fast. It's amazing. I look up, the clock is already past the designated time that I've said I will give God. (laughs) But today, not so much. Minute by minute, I was like, wow, not even a minute has passed. And so I'd offer it up again and I'd offer it up again. I do trust that God will come into those in my life on his time, in his way. And I see in people in my life that they, they are open to God. They might be questioning things in their life. I also see some of my friends and family going in a worldly direction. And so I'm going to double down on praying for them and offering little sacrifices, little ones. Doesn't have to be a big, solid day of fasting with no food. That's awesome. If you want to do that, go for it. But choosing things that maybe I don't want, like for example, if I want a big burger for dinner, I'll have maybe a half of one or one without the bun or one without sides or maybe even go for something completely different where I am taking my desires and my wants and shutting them down a bit. Maybe instead of giving something up, it might be adding something that you don't want to do, like working out. I'm going to add another workout 
to my day, maybe even a walk. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about the walk because it's pretty hot and humid today. And it I'm not a hot and humid girl. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for air conditioning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But it's these little things. Maybe it's a rosary. Maybe it's an extra prayer time. Maybe it's an extra five minutes in your silence. Maybe it's periodical silence throughout the day. I think we forget to offer up and we have so many opportunities to make decisions that are sacrifices to the Lord. I will tell you, Satan hates temperance and self-control. Hates it. He would rather you be, you know, totally up against the wall in one direction or the other. Hates that everything in moderation. And so if you can have that self-control or you can deny yourself, you'll also feel like, wait a minute, I'm going to God a lot more than I normally am during the day. And perhaps it's for someone who does believe in him and they're just going through a tough time or they're struggling with drinking or pornography or they're too into the world. They're too into their false God. They're too into... Not praying, not thanking the Lord, not living in the spirit of God, but they believe. We have so many to pray for, and I'm praying also for the extended world, not just the people in my family and the ones that I know, but for the world who is, I think, awakening to the evil to the light. I think God is being put out into the world in a different way. And some people are suffering dearly. And we should be praying that they find the Lord in this time and not the world and the answers that the world will give us. Drinking, Drugs, pornography, extramarital affairs, just promiscuity in general. Disconnecting and just pouring yourself into, you know, Netflix or other things that are not of God. So many people seek that happiness and that peace in what the world says will make them peaceful and happy when we all know deep in our souls that we are made for the Lord. We are made for that peace and that prayer time and that joy that is given to us from God. If you haven't listened to my podcast from yesterday, heads up, it's 40 minutes, but it really is 
how we can get that joy from God. God. It's a gift, number one. But number two, I kind of go there with you. What are you doing in your life that might be blocking that joy? That God just so wants to pour out in us. It's a, it's a tough one to listen to, but I think it's necessary because sometimes we don't sit and ask ourselves, what is it that I'm really doing to get closer to God or not? Sometimes we don't reflect on that. And that's yesterday. But today, let's pray a little bit more. Let's offer up some sufferings and sacrifices and fasting. Let's die to our desires a little bit more today for those in our lives that we so want to know God, that we, that we want God to touch them and pull them into his heart. Just like Nathaniel, can anything good come from Nazareth? Let's pray briefly in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come touch my heart. Cleanse my heart. Purify my heart. Make all of my thoughts and words and deeds today pure for the love of you. Help me spend that time in prayer with you. Remind me to make small sacrifices and fast for my loved ones and for the world that we all can come to you because that is where we will find that peace, that joy, that love. Jesus, heal my heart from any anxiety or worry. Help me completely offer my loved ones to you with Mary right by your side. I ask you both to pour out grace and belief into the hearts of those in my life. And continue to ignite a flame in me to pray and to sacrifice for them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.